Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Welcome to another episode of Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. Um, last week, we take a look at the process of um, faith, and um, we talked about uh, how you it's a combination of God working along with us. We, we looked at, for by grace are you saved through faith, it is the gift of God. We looked at uh, Abraham's life, which is who we've been studying in, in Romans chapter 4. Uh, we also took a brief uh, detour to the woman about the issue of blood and how she confessed. We talked about um, how uh, Jarius, uh, uh, he confessed what he wanted. And um, when the servant came to tell him that his daughter was dead and um, Jesus prevented him from changing his confession. We talked about um, uh, the uh, centurion soldier who uh, he said his confession was that you don't need to come to my house, uh, uh, just speak the word and uh, I know that um, uh, uh, your word is good enough. And uh, his revelation, I mentioned to you that uh, God meets you wherever you are. And his revelation was that uh, of um, uh, um, he had a revelation being a, a, a centurion shoulder. He had a revelation of authority. And so he knew that Jesus had authority over every um principality and powers and so that's all he needed he just needed God to say that and which Jesus obliged and so uh we talked about how God always uh, meets you where you are and that it was power that uh, is released once uh you are in faith we talked about uh, that when you're there in faith God counts that as righteous and so that you and I become righteous at that place. Um, 
the uh, today we're going to take a look at um, uh, Hebrews chapter uh, 10 verses 38 through 39 and it says now the just shall live by faith and we talked a little about that what that just means and we will we'll go over that again because it is it is important but if any man draws back my soul shall have no pleasure in him but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition but of them that believe to the saving of the soul and um we see also in peter first peter um, Peter 1, 4 says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you and I might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And so um, I wanted to look at uh, um, drawing back uh, that um, you and I, uh, we have lost so much um, in what we have in our life. Uh, so much was stealing, stolen from us. The scripture tells us in, in Proverbs that um, the thief, uh, once he's, he's, um, he's, he's caught, that he has to restore um, what he has been st uh, stole from us. And so uh, um, there's a great study that is done by one of my uh, favorite teachers out there, um, uh, Bill Winston, and he talks about recompense. And uh, uh, anytime you guys get a chance to listen to anything he teaches, you need to, to uh, listen to it. Uh, he has tremendous insight. I think uh, he is one of the teachers of the end times. Um, but uh, he has a powerful uh, um, uh, teaching on recompense. One of the, 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 wow, get your hands on anything, especially that particular uh, uh, teaching that he has, a series on recompense and what it really truly means in the life of a believer. And so... Um, uh, uh, as we talked about, God says, don't draw back. And there's a story I remember, uh, that my pastor had said to me. And, um, he, he said, uh, um, that fate, when you and I are believing for something, it's like being in a boat. And that boat is, uh, you know, in a lake that we're going on, this lake or a river. Uh, let's say a lake, and um, we begin to to row towards the other side. And so, um, when we started, everything was nice. Uh, the weather was great. Uh, we've heard of a story like this with Jesus, uh, every and the disciples. Everything was great and um, no problem whatsoever. And uh, we began to do our row, and um, we are going to our place, smiles, you know. Uh, we made our confession to God, and we praise God, hallelujah, and we're doing all the fine things, you know. And then uh, the wind starts. And so uh, as the wind starts, 
we kind of start picking it up, picking up the pace a little, you know, because, hey, <laughs> it's it's changing out here and, you know, uh, I need to get to the other side. And so our, our focus is not where we came from. The focus begins to, I want to get to the other side. And so we, 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 we do things to try and get us there. The things being that we start paddling a little faster and putting a little muscle in it. And so, uh, uh, we, but the wind is picking up. And so we still didn't, you know, we haven't really looked back. We just focus on getting there. And so, um, uh, the wind, we find ourselves at one point where the wind begins to really pick up and the whole scene has changed. And, um, the scene has changed so much that it's started to change our confession. Oh man, I, I, I need to get back to the land. Um, I, I, I gotta get back to safety. I'm, uh, you know, caught in the middle of this thing. And so what we started to do is start looking back. And so not realizing where we are. And, uh, uh, my, my pastor always says most of the times when the storm starts acting crazy and whatever, we're about halfway there. And so, um, he said, here we are at this juncture. And because of the outside noises that we get, whether it's from family member, whether it's from friends, uh, whether it's from your husband, your wife, your children, wherever, uh, but your pastor and all the church people, you know those, um, that are in your business and know everything about your business, but their business and all that good stuff. And so as we uh, begin to, to look at our situation, we're about halfway there and, um, the, the scene changes and, uh, we start making decisions because of what our situation looks like. And we, we're making decisions to actually draw back. And so God says in the scripture, in 10, uh, Hebrews 10, verses 38, he says, um, I, I, my soul, I can't stand those guy people, basically. He says, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, my soul shall not have any pleasure in him at all. It means that word says pleasure means God doesn't think well of you. And that's kind of sobering to know that your father doesn't think well of you. And so even in the natural realm, when your father doesn't think well of you, it can cause you some tremendous uh, emotional problems. Um, and uh, we have seen uh, kids spent, spent out of control over that particular issue all around us. And so, um, God says that I don't think well of that person. So as my pastor would go, went on with the story is that here we are, but we don't realize that we are halfway there. And so now 
we are going to decide to turn the boat back. And so, uh, um, the same amount of energy that you're going to put to go back the other way, it's the same amount of energy that you're going to put in going the other way. Keep going. And so, um, the thing about this story is that you're going still the same length, but uh, you have made a decision because of how rough the seas began to, to get, the wave began to move. But Jesus kind of show us an example before and uh, talks about him uh, being in a boat with his disciples. He's tired and he just needs some sleep. And so he is sleeping while, you know, the, the, the boat is going wherever it needs to go. A little breeze here and there. They didn't say nothing. A little more wind happening there. They didn't say nothing. You know, I just sat around. And then uh, when the, the full-on storm comes, they look to Jesus and they ran to him and says, Man, you don't really care about us? Don't you care? And um, Jesus looks at them and says, What are you talking about? He says, Don't you see the storm around us and all this type of stuff? I mean, we're going to die, you know? And Jesus looks at them in, in amazement. And he says to them, why are you bothering me, man? I'm tired. And I want to sleep. You know, I'm, I'm traveling with you guys. We're traveling. I'm preaching all day long. I'm healing the sick. I'm, I'm, I'm ministering to people. I'm exhausted, guys. I, I just want to get some sleep. Do you mind? And they looked at him and says, well, do you mind that this, you know, we're going to die here? You know, and Jesus looks at him and says, but, but you've been with me all, you know, I could see him with this look in his eye. You've been with me for so long. You've seen all the different things that you're seeing. You know about it. You've, you've cast out devils. You've seen healing. You've seen all, all this type stuff. What was wrong with you people? And he looks at them. He says, one question he asked them, where is your fate. He said, you know, basically saying, why are you waking me up, guys? This is stuff that you should handle. And so what is that saying to you and I, that you and I have the authority, which was rightfully ours as the gods of this universe, to speak to the wind that is out of control. And so, Jesus gets up and he says to the wind, relax, chill, you know. And uh, the Bible says immediately it chilled out. It tells us that the boat got to the, ocean, to, to the other side instantaneously. So you and I have, I told you that story to, to bring to your remembrance, all the things that you've asked God for. Was it a healing of something? Was it a financial situation? Was it a, um, uh, whatever it is, salvation for a family member? All those things are promised to you and I. For the scripture says in Peter 
1, 4, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these we might be partakers of the divine nature. That we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through the lust. Which, where is the divine nature? I know most of you guys are looking at God and looking at Jesus, whereby you can partake of the divine nature, whereby you can partake of the divine nature of who you are. That's what that is talking about, about you. You have access to divine nature through faith. The Bible tells us that we become justified, that we become righteous. As uh, it says in Abraham, uh, when it tell, when God says Abraham became righteous as a result of being in faith and starting this journey of faith. And so God is saying to you and I, we have precious promises that is laid up in this Bible from all the way in Genesis, all the way through Revelation and beyond. And so he talks about us uh, accessing those that we might be partakers of all those promises by accessing this divine nature that is inside of us. And that divine nature will call those things that are not as though they were. And so I am challenging you to access the divine nature that is within you. Jesus did when he was in the boat. He was looking and uh he wanted his disciples to access that divine nature that is within them by faith so that they can speak to the uh, the wind, so that they can quiet the spirits, that they can uh, uh, speak to the situation that is before you, whatever it is. Their decision, God was just showing them that even... The, you have authority even on over nature. Uh, he taught them earlier that they had authority over sickness and disease. He showed them that they had authority over demons and evil spirits. And so he's showing them and teaching them that they have access to this divine nature that is within them. And once they have accessed that, they, the scripture tells us that we become righteous and we begin to change our situation. But the Father, once we've started this journey and uh, making our confession on whatever we are believing God for, once we have started that, he says, do not turn back. Do not turn back. He says, for the just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, my soul shall not have any pleasure with him I will not think well of that person. And so, and it goes on, it says, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And so, um, we are the one that God is looking for to begin to take our place. I mentioned to you several times, the Bible calls us, kings and priests and those are offices 
Um, then just don't sound nice. They are offices that we occupy as believers. A king is one that decrees the laws, speak to things. So when you and I operate as kings, we stand there and begin to decree things. We begin to call those things that are not as though they were. We begin to, to exercise, uh, our authority as a king. And when a king speaks, the subjects, uh, uh are, are attentive to what he speaks. Your subjects, uh, that, uh, are been, uh, you know, beneath you. The Bible tells us that, um, principalities and powers that are wickedness in high places and all that stuff. We have authority over those. The Bible tells us that we have authority over, uh, sickness and disease and all the other things. It tells us who we are. And so as you begin to decree things, Everything begins to become obedient to you, your words that a king would decree. And so the other office that you hold is that of a priest. And what a priest does is that priest ministers to God first and the priest ministers to the people. And so, uh, uh, those office that you and I occupy, God is waiting for us to take our place so that we can really, truly get the job done that needs to be taken care of here on this earth. And so that we can um, show the power of who he is and who we are. The scripture tells us that even nature is waiting for the true sons of God. So we have an audience that is waiting on you and I to respond to um, the position that is given to us. And so um, I wanted to just, you know, just take some time and go into uh, this aspect of it. And so that you and I will understand that uh, once we begin to call and believe God for whatever uh, we are asking and we need, we have precious promises that we can use to partake of that divine nature that is within us. And so I want to um, uh, remind you that um, when the time gets tough, the scripture says, even though the fig tree does not prosper, that's a tough time. Yet will I praise thee. And so we saw what Abraham did when he considered not his body now dead. It says that he did not, he was not weak in faith. Um, um, but he was strong in faith. How he was giving glory to God. He didn't let doubt, uh, touch him. We talk about the, the enemies of our faith. You need to study and see what those things are and recognize that God has given you power over those entities. And so um, when fear comes, it tells us how to do it. But the key to all of this is praising God. And so uh, when uh, uh, the, the storm comes, we must recognize who we are. And as, uh, and so that we can partake of that divine nature by speaking and by confessing and believing God 
that we will get to the other side regardless of what, because of what the Bible says that he protects us. He will guard and, and, and all of the scriptures, you take a look at the book of Psalms, um, about him being our protector. There's Psalms and songs about that. And, um, uh, so if God is truly our protector, then we have to then, uh, keep growing, keep growing and keep believing that he is, uh, when they threw the, um, the Hebrew guys in, into the lines, then they said, look, man, you know, uh, we know our God is a deliverer, but if he doesn't deliver us, it don't matter. We're going down. And so, um, uh, we have to have that type of, uh, uh, fearlessness, within fate, within the realm of fate, and so within our belief system so that we can uh, uh, see the victory in this situation. And I started this podcast by stating how you you and I have lost much because we have turned back. Why did we lose him? Because the Bible says that God uh, didn't think well of us at that time, and we never got a chance to really partake of uh, the divine nature and, uh, to get a chance to, um, have the promises manifest for us. And so, um, he lays out everything so that you and I can get a chance to be who we are and how to proceed and how to get what is ours by faith. And so until we begin to do that and, uh, don't turn back because uh, <laughs> the key is even though the fig tree does not prosper, yet will I praise him. And so the scripture tells us that uh, in Mark 11, it says, you know, uh, believe and you shall receive. All things are possible to the believing man. And so if it takes the same amount of faith to keep going as it takes the same amount of faith to turn back. So you have a decision to make when you're in the middle of your storm. Are you going to continue? And God, is, the scripture says, because that divine principle is that you will partake of your divine nature. You will partake of that divine nature that God has installed and restored for you. Because the Bible tells us that when you became born again, it says in the scriptures that you are, you have become a new creature. All things of old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You are a new creature. And so I'm talking to the ones that are saved and born again. The Bible tells you that you're a new creature. And so you need to tap in to that, um, that, uh, 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 as the Bible puts it, that divine nature and grab and take what is yours. And so I was talking about you have to make a decision when you were in the midst of your storm. Do you want to continue to please God? Or do you want to make him think uh, um, less of your, not think well of you? And so as a parent, you know, uh, I, when my sons start on their journey in a particular thing, we call it disappointment. When we are disappointment means that or when we are disappointed in them, we are not, we don't think well of them. And so, um, we don't want to disappoint our father. We want to do what is right in his eyes so that we can partake of the divine nature that who 
what he has deposited in us through uh, the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we want to make him proud of us. And so every situation that you're in today, if you keep going and so that uh, you, God, can become proud of you as you go through each and every single uh, uh, um, situation, because it tells us here, it says that the just shall live by faith. He says, now the just shall live by faith. That means now. It means now, today, tomorrow, every day is now. And so uh, the just shall live by faith. It's a daily thing. And um, you don't turn away, don't turn back, because the Bible tells us that God is not pleased. He doesn't think well about us, meaning simply he's disappointed in us because of what he has done and who we are. He knows who we are. Uh, the, uh, my father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. The scripture says, if my father owns that, that means that's mine because he says, um, uh, my inheritance basically is my father. The scripture says we have inherited him. And so if we have inherited God and God is our inheritance, we're some rich people. And so we need to behave as rich children um, because he is our inheritance. And who is he? He's the creator of all things, all powerful, almighty, all knowing God. That's who we tap into when we get up in the morning and say, Father, good morning to you. And so the Bible tells us, come boldly before the throne of grace, whereby we may obtain mercy and find grace in our time of need. What is that grace for? That grace is to divinely influence the heart of you and everyone that is involved in that situation. Why? Because the Bible says that that grace is God's part and he wants to change the heart to... um to benefit the believer so that you will have the victory. If it's your heart, he will change it. If it's someone else's, he will change it. But do not move. As Jesus told Jairus, do not change your confession. When some other news comes into your, 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 your way, he says, stay with what you said. What did he say? Come to my house and lay hands on my daughter and she shall recover. And I say the same thing to you. Do not change your confession. Stay in the boat and keep rowing. Keep rowing until you tap into your, your, your divine nature. Do not stop and God will manifest and you will see the power of your divine nature. That, that, uh, whatever you're asking for and you're believing for will manifest. Do not stop. Do not turn back because the scripture says, if you do, God will have no pleasure with you at all. So I am here to encourage you guys. I wanted to bring that to you to show you that those are that are in their current boat heading to the other side that do not turn back. Uh, so that you can uh, keep moving and keep moving forward and that you will partake of your divine nature and that's when you will be able to receive what you're asking for. I'm telling you, this walk is fun for the scripture says, now the just shall live by faith. And so this is a daily thing. So today and tomorrow, as I say to you, get up and uh, stay on faith, stay in faith, confessing and uh, uh, worshiping God the Father and 
your victory will be there. Again, this is uh, Ken Primus, uh, Blueprint of Faith. Thank you. I uh, ask that you would subscribe, that you would have uh, family members, churches, church group, um, friends, uh, uh, everyone to subscribe to the podcast that we may learn and grow together and become and take our place as kings and priests before God. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.